Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Last year, Limerick mum Marguerite Sloan found an absolutely tiny lump on her breast and was told she had breast cancer and she's on the line now to tell us more about it. Good morning to you, Marguerite. Good morning, Joe. So bring me back to the beginning then. Um, how did all of this come about? Um, it came about late uh, last year. Uh, just before that, I went on a diet and lost a savage amount of weight and found this tiny, tiny lump on my breast in the shower. I wasn't checking for lumps, but just because I lost the weight, this little lump I found and rang the doctors the following day. I wasn't going to ring the doctor because it was so small, but I rang and the rest then was kind of history after that. I was sent to hospital, had mammogram done, um, had a biopsy done and lymph nodes back in November and in January of this year I had surgery. Really? But I mean for you, talk about as they say the sliding doors moment between deciding to go to the GP immediately and maybe thinking to yourself as you said because it was such a tiny lump, ah, will I bother? Well to tell you the truth I wasn't going to go to the doctors because between the lockdown and Covid and the whole lot I thought maybe I'm going to be wasting the doctor's time and I just split second decision then I said no I'm going to ring and see and I'm glad I did And what was said to you initially then when you arrived into the GP and, and you were chatting about it? Um, my GP then said that they were going to contact Limerick Regional Hospital and that I should hear out from them at some stage um, I heard out from Limerick Regional in less than a week so. and, and to be clear I mean did your GP feel that there was a problem at that stage? He didn't say anything to me. He said, no, that there is a lump there and that he wants to get it investigated. Right. Yeah. So really important. Very, very important. And, and it was tiny, tiny, tiny. Really? Yeah. Um, and, and as you say, uh, you know, you heard very quickly then from the hospital. In less than a week, I'd heard from the hospital. So the following week, then I was, I had an appointment to go into Professor Tourmey for a mammogram. And when were you told that it was, in fact, cancer? That day. That very day when I had the mammogram and the biopsy done, she told me that it was breast cancer. And Marguerite, I mean, up to that point, were you still thinking to yourself, it probably isn't? Of course, yeah. No, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. It must have been a massive shock. A shock. And then with COVID and everything, I had to go through everything then on my own. There was nobody allowed into the hospital or anything with me. Right, so you had to have surgery? I had surgery in January. I had um, a lymphectomy and I had lymph nodes removed. And after that then, I was told that I didn't need chemotherapy, that I would just be getting radiation. And when they told me that, they rang back me, they rang me back in the following day and told me, told me to come in and I went in and they said no that they had sent the tumour to America and there was a biopsy done on it and it was actually the start of an aggressive breast cancer so I need a chemotherapy Right So really for all of those reasons I mean it could have been more than a lumpectomy if you hadn't identified it so quickly and got it checked and then as you say because it was an aggressive form of cancer you could have been facing even more treatment than you got Yeah Exactly, exactly. What was the chemo like for you? And the chemo was horrendous. It was 
just, it was terrible. Um, I started chemo in March and I had four cycles every 21 days um, for three months of, of chemo. Um, I lost my hair 11 days after my first chemo. Um, that didn't affect me. It didn't bother me. I didn't care. I know that a lot of women and young girls that would lose their hair, that would be um, an awful hard thing for them, but I didn't mind. I didn't care. Um, I did my, my four months of that, and when I finished that, about three weeks after it, then I started radiation, which I had five weeks of radiation, Monday to Friday, every day, in and out to the regional. But the staff inside are just unreal. They're unbelievable. They don't get enough credit at all. And again, because of COVID, all of that was on your own in and out? All on my own. All on my own, yeah. I mean, that must be very hard for you, obviously, but for the family as well, who you know, would have wanted to have been more physically supportive if they could have been. Exactly, yeah. My daughter, Michaela, like she was very upset like to tell her the first time that I have breast cancer, which was horrendous, and then that she couldn't help me. Or Now, she did drive me in and out to the hospital a few times, but she had to wait in the car for me. That's so difficult. Um, and as you say, with the chemo being very hard on you as well. The chemo was, ex- was extremely hard. I found it very, very hard. Very hard. Nice. Um, so when you finished the chemotherapy, you know, what were the doctors saying then uh, about um, your progress? Um, they were happy with my progress, but then they sent me then for the radiation. When I finished the radiation, then I had to go back to meet Dr. Lorraine Walsh inside and she has me um, gone from oncology. So I'm clear. I'm in remission. So it's happy days. Right. But you had radiation as well. I had radiation. I had five weeks of radiation every day, Monday to Friday. Jeepers. They really threw the kitchen sink at it, didn't they? And it was so quick, like, because it, when I found, it was November when I found a lump. And then I finished radiation in August. So it was only those few months where I had surgery, chemo and radiation. It was all, it was really, it was a whirlwind. Right. We're chatting to uh, Limerick mum, Marguerite Sloan, and all of this was related to the fact that when they did the biopsy, they came back and said, this is an aggressive form of cancer, even though we found it very early. Exactly, exactly. So it's it's really, really important if anybody out there finds any change or any lump, and it doesn't even have to be a lump, a change in the breast, go straight to the doctors. It's probably nothing, but just go to the doctor. And as a matter of interest, Marguerite, because you mentioned right at the beginning that you had lost a lot of weight. So were you, were you kind of on a health kick at that time? I was on a health kick. And if I hadn't lost the weight, I wouldn't have found the lump at that stage. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I um, would have found the lump later on, but there would have been more damage. And is there any history of breast cancer in the family? or No, there's not, no. Right. So, as you say, for all sorts of reasons, as tough as it was... You, you were lucky in the sense of finding it when you did. Exactly, exactly. And to act early. And to, the same for everybody, even for men, finding changes in their own bodies to go to the doctor. Mm. Well, the reason you've been kind enough to talk to us about it this morning, Marguerite Sloan, is that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And as you say, that key message that you're delivering there to always check and uh, always go and get it checked when you're, you're even doing your own physical uh, exams. And, and you mentioned that you're currently in remission. I'm in remission, I am, yeah.
Right. So what happens then? You go back every six months or what? I going back, I have actually my appointment got. I'm back in January, back to the breast clinic and they'll do a mammogram again on me there and they'll do scans. I had CT scan done and an MRI done there not so long ago and they're happy. Everything is clear. Well, that's fantastic news, isn't it? So every six months they'll keep an eye on me for every every six months and then it should go back then to yearly mammograms. And I presume then, I mean, when you hear stories from people that you know or, or even um, we're talking this morning about the Vicky Phelan story and the fact that, you know, after all the treatments that she's had, she's now coming home uh, to Limerick and, and she's getting palliative care. I, I mean, they, they must really strike you. It's horrendous. Um, when I saw it yesterday, I was in bits. It's, it's so upsetting. It's It's terrible. And that could have been avoided. Yeah, and, and I mean, she's, you know, fought so hard for so long on, on so yeah. many different fronts, Vicky, you know. Yeah, okay. and the fight, the fight is so much harder than the disease. The, if the fight is so much, yes, yes, I know yeah. what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you very much. Where are you living, Marguerite? I'm living in Oula in County Limerick. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's odd that uh, um, we were just looking at it here this morning and you, you'll get a bit of a laugh out of this. Um, the uh, press release that came in had you described as a doula local. <laughs> a doula. <laughs> I've, I've heard of double zero LA, but I've never heard of doula. Doula, <laughs> not, yes. Not, not the context of the <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, Marguerite, thanks so much for the message. Thanks for telling us your story. Delighted that you've made excellent progress and hopefully you'll be in very good health uh, from now on. But uh, we appreciate your time very much this morning. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you. Thanks, Marguerite. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Uh, that's uh, Marguerite Sloan uh, there with her remarkable uh, story it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month so uh, take the message that she has delivered there Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95